Welcome to the Catastrophic Comeback Podcast with American injury lawyer Clark Speaks, helping you find hope, purpose, and joy after a catastrophic injury. Hi, welcome to another episode of Catastrophic Comeback. I'm very excited today to have a guest with us, Sean Sever. Uh, Sean, welcome, and thank you for being here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sean, uh, talk to me, please, about your background. I know you're a nurse. Um, and then how you how how we work with you is uh, in catastrophic cases, we sort of uh, get you to forecast future medical, the cost of future medical treatment. Is that a fair description? Yes, that is correct. OK, so so in a, in a so what kinds of cases would you be involved in? What would be. Uh, uh, just any case that has a permanent injury, any case that has contemplated future medical care would only be in, in those cases where they're uh, permanent and lifelong constant. What, what, what are the parameters of the cases that you're involved in? So basically um, the futures are based on any traumatic injury that a person has gone through, whether it be psychosocial um cervical spine issues, you know, shoulder complications, anything that's going to involve something that has deviated them from their normal lifespan or normal life um, processes that they would have as a normal person. Okay. And then, so what does that look like? So for example, if you're, if somebody does have an injury that deviates from their normal life uh, plan and they have a future medical component to it from your perspective, uh, what are you doing? What are you trying to, uh, uh, accomplish? What are you trying to calculate? So what I do is I take those uh, medical records and all their treatment plans that they've already gone through. And then we look at like the frequency and all the, the different issues and complications that they've had from Let's say they had a personal injury from a car accident. So we're going to look at all those complications and injuries that happened from that accident. And then we will look at past medicals as well to see if anything has been exasperated from those injuries. But if they've never had any before, then we move forward. And then we will look at costing out what complications they could possibly have in the future. Okay. Can you give me some examples? For example, if a person is uh injured in a car accident what might that look like in uh in real life so they might have cervical complications where they're unable to bend their neck turn their head they might have nerve damage they might have a blown disc so what that would involve in their futures would be allocating office visits to follow up with either an orthopedic or a neurosurgeon any diagnostic procedures whether that be an mri or x-rays Therapeutic evaluations, which include, could be either chiropractic or physical therapy. And sometimes those overlap in certain treatments. Um, DME medical equipment, like maybe they need a cervical collar or a special cervical pillow that they could use to help benefit, benefit them and keep them from having further pain. And then you get into their medications as well. Sometimes they're put on medications that they'll have to be on for the rest of their life for pain management. So... Uh... How about how does the do you how do you quantify the cost of increases in 
medical expenses over time. Is that part of your responsibility or is it, would that go back to a different person? That would go to an economist. My so, costing is all based on present year. So your, your cost would be, you're going to figure it out in today's dollars, what these things are going to cost. And then an economist will get that report and, and try to figure out from there, okay, how much is it going to cost uh, 10 years from now? Correct. Okay. Can you talk to me a little bit about your background? How do you know how to do all this? Um, well, I've been a nurse for over 27 years. I've been a medical surgical nurse for a long time, seen many surgeries. I'm an ER for, uh, nurse as well, pediatric and adult trauma. So I've seen many personal injury car accidents come in through our ER. And then I've also done a course of 120 hours of training and took a certification test to become a life care planner, which also incorporates medical cost projections and allocations. You were trained as a nurse, mm -hmm. right? Correct. Uh, you were educated as a nurse. Correct. Uh, you have extensive experience as a nurse um, in, in a variety of different circumstances, including emergent care and, and probably follow-up care, I imagine as well. Is that right? Correct. Over, over many years. And then in addition, you have specific training on costing out these procedures in the future. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And so then, and then, uh, and, and so you, you, you wouldn't be involved in, uh, cases where people, somebody would be, uh, paralyzed or cases where somebody would have lost limbs or where, where people, uh, but, but also, uh, cases where people are going to have any kind of follow-up care that they need in the future for a, uh, uh, a knee surgery, for example, replacing hardware. And, and then, and then the, and then the, I'm just trying to figure out the, the, the minimum case where you would be involved and all the way through the uh, maximum case that you would be involved. Um, all the way up to paralyzed loss of limbs to a minimal of a knee replacement. Absolutely or fingers, you know, or like a spinal cord stimulator. We are involved in multitude of cases. Okay. What is it? Let's, let's take one of those, pick, pick one of those things that would be on the, on the least severe. And can you walk me through the process of how, what, what kind of cost future medical cost and treatment might be expected? Um, a knee, a knee replacement. Let's say they totally wrenched their knee in the car accident from hitting or from falling, slipping and falling. Um, they're gonna have follow-up orthopedic visits. They'll probably have follow-up MRIs. Usually we project either between seven and 10 years, depending on how bad the knee injury was. If they had a total knee replacement, then those typically last between 20 and 23 years and dependent on their life expectancy, we would cost another replacement. Um, so then they could have DME equipment, which could include a knee brace possible medication. Most of the time they don't need any future medications for knee um, other than during now post-op surgical or just prior to if it was like injured a little bit more because um, it's going to be weaker. And then therapy, you know, sometimes they have to do follow-up therapy a couple of times. Sometimes it's once every five years they got the knees not feeling well. So they'll go back into physical therapy for more motioning and strengthening of that knee to keep them at the stable and consistent standards of living. Okay. Let's go to the other extreme. Let's say go to uh, paralysis. What would that, what would that plan look like or what would that uh, future medical analysis? And also you, you mentioned earlier 
uh, a life care plan. Is a life care plan different from a future medical analysis and how so? So absolutely way different. The life care plan proceeds throughout their whole life care because um, things will change, especially with a paralysis person. You're going to have not only neuro, psychology, um, psychosocial, physical therapy, you might have brain therapy um, involved, depending on where the paralysis is. You could have urology involved, depending on what lo the level of paralysis there is. You're going to have modifications in the home, depending on the paralysis. You're going to have possible wheelchair modifications, replacements for those, um, special GME equipment inside the home. You could have, depending on where the injury is, um, a motor vehicle modification done so that they can still continue to drive. So with that kind of case, you definitely want a life care plan because things will evolve and things will definitely change with them due to the paralysis. So let me, that brings up two questions to my mind. First is, let's say when a person uh, has an injury to their left knee and they have a knee replacement and then they, um, they go on um, and, and they're going through their uh, lives, but then that even even post-operative, even after the surgery to replace or repair that left knee, um, they're probably not as good as they would have been otherwise. Uh, the rest of their so they're so they're so they're so maybe they they favor that left knee, and that ends up putting more stress on the right knee, or more stress on the left ankle, or the more stress on the right hip, or that causes some problems with the spine. Do you quantify that or, 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 and do you account for that or how does that work? I don't usually quantify that because I'm not a physician. I'm a nurse. So I look for that within the records, but yes, a person will definitely compensate for saving the pain of that leg. You know, they're going to definitely use the other side more than the one that's hurt. When you're doing these reports, are you doing these reports usually with the uh, attorneys who represent the injured person? Is that right? Correct. So under those circumstances, then would you go back to that attorney and say, hey, this is one of those cases where it, the fact that they have this and, and probably the attorney would know this if that person does uh, uh, catastrophic cases and serious injury cases on a regular basis would know to to go back to those treating physicians and say, hey, listen, because of this knee injury, um, this person, may, you know, might this person end up favoring this knee and might this cause degeneration or deterioration of some of your other joints, ankle, hip, back, or whatever? Uh, yeah, it, I, would go, I, would, I would go back to the attorney, um, but sometimes most of the costumes I've done previously have been where the injury was recent, so um, there really wasn't a whole lot of time. It was like within a month where they'd have surgery done, but then there's some, yes, they would be later. Then, yes, I would absolutely want the attorney to reach out to those physicians to address that for futures. Well, so, so that brings me to the next part of my uh, question, which is, um, so, so let's say someone gets a knee replacement and, uh, and that knee is good and they're 40 years old, that knee would be good for how long? Um, approximately 60 to 63 years of age. And, and for, until they're 60 to 63 age years Correct. of age? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, so you would price out a knee replacement at 63 years of age? Correct. Okay. Um, that's so, based on literature and research that that's how long they typically last. 
and that's just an example. So a shoulder might blast, you know, a little bit more, a little bit less, or, you know, or other joints, you know, might last a little longer or whatever. But, but the idea is they have some kind of shelf life. And after that, they've got to be repaired or replaced. Is that right? Right. Cause it's also based on wear and tear and what that person actually does. You know, if they're 40, maybe they're still construction, they're still able to get up and down the ladder, but that's going to put tons more wear and tear on that new joint. Okay. So what my question is, so my mom is elderly. She lives with us. And I imagine, I, I sometimes imagine what if she'd had one of these, in, she has a difficult enough time getting around. She's 86. So she has a difficult enough time getting around and she hasn't ever had one of these catastrophic injuries. So how, how do these catastrophic injuries affect people when they, when their body naturally gets older and starts to, uh, you know, towards the, uh, towards the back end of their life and they naturally break down a little bit and start having some, the normal wear and tear of just life. How does that, how does that affect their, uh, these injuries and how does that affect your analysis of the future medical care? Well, their injuries are going to be um, a little bit worse because of the deterioration of our bones. Um, but that would be more based on the physician's recommendations. And hopefully I could reach out to the physician especially during life care plans, we definitely want to talk to a physician with their recommendations because they've been treating that physician. But we also, as a life care planner, when we're doing life care plans, we have the opportunity that's necessary that as a nurse, we assess them as well. So we will put them through, you know, whatever their complaint is. If let's say it's a knee complication, we'll ask them to go up and down the stairs. We'll see how far they can bend over, if they can do squats. You know, is it hard for them to balance on one foot versus the other? How hard is it for them to carry grocery bags? So if you take an, an elderly lady, it's gonna be much more difficult for them because they're gonna need more in-depth physical therapy. They might need even therapy to come into their home to help modify certain things and make sure that they're, they're safe. Um, that would include occupational therapy, physical therapy. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.